Hey, thanks for clicking on the episode. Just a quick note from me, Editor Maya. I recorded this with Freya while we were still on holiday, so the audio quality isn't that great. But nevertheless, enjoy the episode. Good evening, good afternoon. Um, good morning, wherever you are right now in the world. It's been two weeks. Um, we've been on holiday while well, Maya's still I on holiday. I think it might be three weeks. Has it? It's been a while. It depends how long you count. Oh, no, it's been, we'll... it's been two. It's been two. Weeks, confirm, yeah. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. Yeah, we're back with some fresh new ideas. Maya is still on holiday. I'm still on holiday. I'm in the beautiful Canary Islands. Oh, I didn't actually know that was where you were. Yeah, they're a. it's an island of Spain, but it's literally nearer to Africa than it is Spain. I mean, than yeah. it is Europe. That's so cool. Um, yeah, Maya's had a bit more of a luxurious holiday than I have, even though mine was, like, really nice. Maya's got, like, a whole fucking villa. Yeah, I've got my private pool, got the private jet, got the private car. Private room, private ensuite. Oh, my God, I've got an ensuite. I'm so happy. <laughs> um, but, yeah. It's since, all really nice, yeah. Since we've not been recording over the last two weeks, it's been a lot. Um, yeah, I went on a school trip with some friends. Uh, then a week off in the middle, but it was still a busy week. Like that week got filled up really quick. And then I went to Greece with my family, which was really nice as well. It's like all the holidays that have kind of been pushed back. They literally, all the holidays have been like smushed into this year somehow. Yeah. So it sounds like we're fucking minted and we're going on all these holidays. I was going to say, because I've been on too many holidays this this year yeah. so far yeah do we do a but little I'm... roundup yeah okay so we went to zurich in february i went to amsterdam in june i went to norway in july i went to spain what like three days ago uh i'm going to copenhagen and norway this october and i'm going probably to america over new year's oh my god so there's a lot, and I promise I'm not. Mi- mm. I promise I'm not minted. I'm just trying to make this year worth it. When are you going? What What time in October are you going to? Um, uh, during uh, basically, a friend of ours asked me to bring his cat from Britain to Copenhagen. What so, fuck? over the October holiday, I'm going to be driving a friend of ours cat to another oh. country with my mum. A road trip. Oh my God. We're going on a two day road trip from the UK to Copenhagen. I love that. I love that so it's, much. It is very funny. Is it over my birthday though? Uh, is your birthday during the holidays? Yeah, normally. Right. Oh my God, I forgot to ask. How are you feeling about results day next week? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a great question, isn't that's it? That's a hard question. I have really not been trying... I've been trying not to think about it. My granddad brought it up, like, yesterday or the day before. He was like, oh, how are you feeling about results day? And my mum's been like, what are your plans for results day? Like, I'm so... Like, I, you know me, I usually never get nervous. I am nervous. I am I, fucking nervous. I'm just still at the point where I haven't really thought about it. I, I feel like... There is no point worrying in what is like unchangeable. Like the results that we're gonna get 
are basically they're already there like there's no they're way just, they're already in a computer system there's no taking it back exactly we've done our tests like whatever it is will be and it will all work itself out so i'm not really too fussed about what i get as long as i pass fucking maths like that is that's what that i'm thinking okay okay hear me out hear me out hear me out i basically my brain does this thing where if there's a traumatic or scary or uncomfortable experience it's erased and i don't remember it i, I literally do not remember taking the exams it is gone the memory is fucked off so the reason why i'm nervous is because i literally do not remember how i did, yeah, did. Oh, so the okay. it's basically like throwing a dice and just picking what number and that's just going to be my result I just, as long as I've got a four, I am ecstatic. That I'm, I'm, as you know, I've been aiming for a six in maths, but yeah. honestly, out of this rate, even a four, I'm going to feel so chuffed. Really? But you need like, you need a six to do. Yeah, I know I need a six to do computer science, but honestly, okay, I've been like thinking about this a lot and I feel like. If I can't do computer science, I will not actually be too annoyed okay. because I'm too good at it. I'm literally too good at it. Not to fucking blow your own trumpet or whatever. No, I really don't want to blow my own trumpet, but I'm better than almost every adult who codes I've ever met. No slay. So to me, if I, for some reason, can't do computer science, I'm still going to take the exam and just not do the lesson. Really? How are you? Able, yeah. How can you do that? You can. Um, at our college, if you drop below ninety-five percent attendance, you just do the exams and not the lessons. What? Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, and... when is your? Because we, okay, at our college we have um, a well, I have an appointment. Um, oh, mine. What day is yours? Is it day after or day on results? Day on. Oh, mine's day after. And our friend beginning with the letter B, she's day on as well. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who is like, whose appointment is like 20 minutes before mine. But to be fair, I'm not too worried about that. It's just going to be the fact that you've got the emotional turmoil of opening the results. I'm, I'm really happy that mine's the day after. Yeah. You have time to process. If I fuck up. At least I have like a hot 20 hours to think about it. Yeah, I get my results and I have to drive straight there. Yeah, that that is that is bad. Oh, and I forgot to mention actually, um, they recently emailed us our logins for the college. And let me tell you, I have immediately signed up for all the student discount programs like uni days, student beans, etc. And the discounts are so fucking good. You can get you can get 50% off like Domino's, Deliveroo, Just Eat. You can get like um, 10% off all Apple products. You wow. can get 30% what? off Samsung products. Why? It is like, because we're students now, we count as students. <laughs> and you can you can get like Apple Music and Netflix for like $4.99 a month. Like it is fucking great deals out there. That's so weird. I don't understand why we haven't always counted as students. Because we're now in higher education. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's different. Um, but yeah, I like today's just kind of floated by because um, I went to see Coldplay last night. Oh, yeah. I forgot to ask. One of my family members uh, 
family members family friends actually saw it on the same day as you how was that really yeah it was so like I can't I it was the best gig I've ever seen it like, looks I've been seeing it on TikTok it looks literally so good it I was scared because it was 90,000 people and like my anxiety is not um in the most amazing place right now but yeah it was just so incredible and but we got the coach there so um we drove up to um as like the nearest big town slash city that's near us and we got a coach to london which took three hours to get there then we were like three hours early before the doors even opened so we went and got some food but um then after the gig we left at like midnight and then the coach got us back to where our car was at half past two then my mum had to drive home which took an hour so we got home about half three I went to sleep about four and then I woke up yeah I woke up at like 10 ish so it's like six hours sleep the and then today looks just so really... good though. and have you seen all that stuff about like the environment like the bicycles and the like dance floors that was, was so, so cool. funny it was so funny to watch them like jumping around on the dance floor it was so cute yeah like their shows are... it looks i was i'm i'm literally in love with coldplay so i'm so pissed off <laughs> that i didn't even think about getting tickets yeah they're like their show is like 100 percent renewable energy like they power mm-hmm. it it's so cool and all their flights and stuff is all um re- it's called carbon renewed yeah yeah which is so cool um so you don't feel like massively guilty when you um go and see them because they are on like a world i really don't feel too massively guilty when i do anything <laughs> i own it no i get like i get really bad um environment um anxiety and guilt and stuff do you get guilty when you go on the plane to greece or whatever yeah yeah i do you know actually there is there on um a lot of airlines now you can buy a carbon renewal for like four or five pounds for the flight it's quite good wow yeah i did not know that i did that for my trips in europe this year um, at least most of them the airlines offered it because like for four or five pounds it makes it more justifiable to be jetting around all the time yeah oh did you see that taylor swift has like the biggest i saw that footprint. how insane is that also shakira's gone to prison <laughs> in other news we're a pop culture podcast now yeah oh my god so did you hear that shakira went to prison yeah it was tax evasion wasn't it I know. What? How crazy is that? Also, I thought she was Colombian, not Spanish. (laughs) Like, what? Why is Shakira evading taxes? Like, just pay them. In Spain, but why specifically in Spain? Does she live in Spain? Yeah. Right. And Taylor Swift apparently just loans her like private jet out to all her friends and stuff for free. So that's why her. I would. I would do that if I were a millionaire, though. I'd be like, "Hey, babes, do you want to go America tomorrow? Private jet's ready." (laughs) Hey, should we fly like 10 minutes down the road, but just go on our oh, jet? It's Freya, fun. you have no idea how badly I want to do a friend's holiday. I want to go on a friend's holiday. Where? So badly. Literally anywhere. With your friends? Just like with two or three friends. Go to yeah. like a villa or like a, just some like cool shit. Because... One of my friends in Norway actually owns a cabin on a mountain <gasps> and she's offered to like um, put me up in it or put me up plus my friend is in it. 
So Just I'm considering like bring bringing a couple trusted people to the cabin. This oh my weekend. god, that's so cute! Imagine going there for Christmas. Apparently, she sent me photos before. It looks fucking gorgeous. Like it is so cool. That's so cute. Yeah, honestly, like the holiday I went to in Spain with my friends felt like a friend's holiday. Like the teachers. It kind of was. Kind of, it kind of was a friend's holiday. They just became like they weren't even really. They were supervising, but not in the way that's like. Was really there was there any like alcohol or anything on offer or not? Um. Yeah. Some people did get served, but they got caught in the end. Honestly, no one ended up drinking either. Like, um, two people who were in wow. my cabin got served, and then they were all excited, um, but no one drank. Like. <laughs> They just looked a bit silly in the end, but yeah. And then they got caught and then they basically just got threatened to be called home. But that was it. What a shame. Wait, they got thrown home? No, they got threatened to be like phone Oh, threatened. Home. Anyway, so what I was going to say is that I would fucking love to go on a friend's holiday. So yeah. if you're if you're like actually up for going to the cabin, I'm fucking... Would you yeah. bring me? I would fucking... Okay, Freya, honestly, out of all the people I'd actually want to bring on holiday, you are pretty fucking high up the list. Really? Yes, seriously. Oh, my God. Slay. You have to pay for your own flight, though. I'll pay for everything else. How much of the flight? Okay, right. right, 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 right. Norway is like 80 euros. Oh, Slay, we can do that. Um. Anyway, we're diverting far from... Uh... Anyway, so you may have noticed the title of the episode is... Role models. Role models. Yes, so we're going to dive into it. So why don't you tell our audience what has inspired this episode? Because I think it was quite interesting. Yeah, so um, my mum inspired the topic for this episode. She's been doing a research project at her university uh, for the last couple of months. Um, and she's researching how impactful female role models are on women who are working in male-dominated careers um so she's been interviewing like female pilots female mechanics female scientists and just asking about who their role models were i did think about you when she was doing this and i was um naturally like i started thinking about who my role models were and who inspired me and i think when you look up to people like you don't realize how much they impact your decisions and behaviors like without me even realizing um so i thought we could touch on a few of our role models but i also wanted to talk about the definition of role model okay we Go wanted on. to talk so about what, the, what definition the definition of what is no, the definition you you say the definition you're the one who wants to talk about the definition I think right. right. Okay. okay. No. 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 I'll I'll start off this. So this okay. morning, Freya texted me the topic for the episode, and she asked me to think about who some of my role models were. And off the top of my head, I genuinely couldn't think of any. So I went and talked to my mum about it, and she asked for what the definition of a role model is, and it is a person looked to by others as an example to be imitated. Now, thinking about this in my perspective i really don't feel like i fit that definition of like looking up to someone to imitate from i agree i agree so i think role model when we're discussing it on this episode kind of means something else yeah i kind of feel a bit more as 
someone who gives you guidance even if you don't personally speak to them even if they're like a celebrity they give you guidance in what you want to do and how you want to act not specifically an imitation yeah i think that word like imitation kind of fucks up the definition like i think when you say role model most people think someone who inspires you or aspects of someone who you think is really like inspiring and like makes you feel motivated and feel like you can achieve what you want to achieve so like for example the lionesses who just won the euros they are so sly um they most likely will look up to female um sports women and that motivates them to break the glass ceiling and push that barrier to become professional football players and that's what they've done i'd feel like it's not necessarily imitating other people it's just motivating you to believe that it is possible and that you can actually achieve what you want to achieve but yeah i think when the definition says imitates it's like a little bit annoying because that's not that's not how i've defined role models like when i think about them but i had never really thought of it in that way before um but do you want yeah. to do you want to begin by maybe telling me what some of your role models would be yeah so um i feel like saying role model, i don't know if it's role models as like we should we use a different word from now on should we say inspirations yeah people who inspire me who are um, the people who inspire you most right now so i feel like there's a big difference between like obviously my mum is a massive like role model for me and inspires me um but she's completely different to other people who i who i look up to as a role model or whatever so like my mum inspires me because she's like really strong and she's really um strong-willed and strong-minded and she's really smart and she's determined and all of those things that's like how she inspires me but then other people like there's a author called Florence Given who inspires me because she wrote a book about she it's called Women Don't Know You Pretty and it genuinely it was like the first big introduction to feminism I had and that really inspired me because she kind of comes from a similar background to me and she wrote this book and she's really successful now and that inspires me because it's like I've looked down the I've looked at the idea of becoming an author and stuff. So that's really inspiring to see her succeed. And another one I have is Florence Pugh. Now, oh my God, I can't describe my love for Florence Pugh. Like she's just... Um, I don't know who Florence Pugh is. Do you want to elaborate? You don't know who Florence Pugh is? Name does not ring a bell. Um, have you watched Midsummer? No. The horror film? No. Okay, well, Anything else? Like... Well, let me go to Google Florence Pugh. Well, I first right. saw her in Little Women. That was like the movie. IMDb. Let's see what she's been in that I might recognise. Do you actually not know? Okay, anyway, she's a really famous um, actress. Nope, and... literally don't recognise any of these films. Could... Really? No, not a single one. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. Um, she's a really famous actress and she um, inspired me because she's dealt with a lot of backlash um because of her body and stuff 
Um, but she has a similar body type to me, except she's just a bit shorter. And um, she's inspired me because she makes videos on Instagram of her cooking and stuff. And that inspired me to cook. And I really enjoy cooking now. And yeah, it's just these people really like make me happy and make me feel motivated and make me feel like I can achieve what I want to achieve. Um, and then the last one is Emma Chamberlain. And I know I've spoken about oh, Emma Chamberlain. My darling Emma Chamberlain. <laughs> I know I've spoken about Emma Chamberlain. She before. is like, my, my general opinion when it comes to Emma Chamberlain is that, Emma, you have reinvented your career so fucking well. And yeah. I admire you for that. But she's done it so many times as well. Like she's just, as she changes, she just manages to keep her audience. Like, because she's that wise and she's that interesting that... But I feel like even her YouTube personality kind of did feel slightly different to her podcasting personality. Yeah, but her YouTube personality has shifted massively, like, from the yes, beginning in, of her in, channel. Yeah, from the beginning to now. Yeah, like, she, I would say she's been through, like, three key stages of, like, YouTube, and then she's shifted to podcasting. And that was when, like, my love for her really... Group. I think the podcasts um, from Emma Chamberlain, and if you haven't listened, it kind of feels a bit along the lines of what we're doing, but with one person instead of two. So yeah. look it up. It's called Any- Anything Goes with Emma Chamberlain. It's on Ramble. It is genuinely one of my favourite podcasts because yeah. it just kind of feels like you're having a chat with someone, you know? Yeah, she... Um, and she I was think- an inspiration for me to start this podcasting network. Yeah, and she inspired she inspired me to start podcasting with you as well she um she originally had a podcast called uh stupid genius i think it was called before she made anything goes and that was um her first kind of introduction to making podcasts and then she changed it to anything goes and i remember when she did that and then it just shifted completely she was just talking about things she wanted to talk about um and yeah she's her advice and the things she says can be so comforting sometimes like I've I listen to her when I'm not feeling so hot and she just makes you feel she just shifts my mood from like discomfort and anxiety to feeling more comfortable in how I'm feeling and her advice I genuinely take on it's just so interesting because she like the things she says I genuinely believe and I will change my behaviors to like match the advice she gives like about certain friendship situations or anything like that it's just so interesting to see how people's behaviors can change and develop depending on what kind of media they're consuming and what kind of role models they have Um, yeah and I think that kind of does bring us on to a little something which we wanted to talk about. We wanted to bring light on, yes. So if you have been on Instagram or TikTok or even YouTube lately, you have probably heard a lot about a little someone known as Andrew Tate. And yes, if you're probably listening to this, you're probably filling with fury right now because Andrew Tate is one of the worst I want to say influencers, one of the worst influencers currently on the internet. And you probably already know, you probably already know our hot take on it. Like it's 
pretty predictable. It's what we're very say. misogynistic. It's very homophobic. It's very just a, it's just disgusting. It's laughable. Honestly. It's laughable. It's, yeah. it's laughable in that you like whenever you listen to him, you're like, is this actually real? Like, are you like joking right now? Because it genuinely does not feel real. But I want to keep this kind of under wraps because the problem is we keep giving him attention and we keep bringing more light to his platform and it keeps people giving him money. So I feel like if the internet just stopped talking about Andrew Tate, the world would be a better place. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of, for me, I feel it's slightly terrifying how much of a platform he's got. And but we didn't even know about it until the last month or so when it came to light. Because it kind of just feels like the algorithms on social media right now are only showing his content to young men. And that yeah. is a problem. That is it's a scary. really big problem. It's scary how, because his views are so dangerous and they are so, whether he, whether he is playing a part or whether he is acting a character or whether he truly believes what he's saying or not. I think he is acting to a degree. The things he is saying are so dangerous to young boys who are actually listening to him. In a joke, in a, if they're joking or not, like whether these guys are like, Andrew Tate, yeah, I love him so much. It's not funny. It's not smart to be giving this dangerous person a platform because yeah. he is promoting... But he is, he is literally he's an a incel. But he's a criminal. Do you know, he currently, I think it's Romania he lives yeah, in. Yeah, he's living in he Romania to avoid... openly admitted, he's openly admitted bribing the Romanian police in yeah, order to, to avoid, not um, what is be it? charged for, um, what's it called, trafficking. Yeah, that's the he is He has been caught literally keeping women in his house and not letting them leave. That is the definition of a kidnapper, that is the definition of trafficking. Yeah. There is a problem here that we are giving... Um, a criminal who has done atrocious things to women this massive platform and we wanted to talk about it in this this episode because this is about role models and so many young boys are taking in what andrew tate is saying and they're actually like if you i mean i don't know if you've done this freya but on instagram you can see who's following andrew tate out of all of your like friends list no and um, I actually had three people who were following him that I knew. And I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, I think it's strange how he hasn't been. Like, you think about other people who are famous um, and cancel culture and everything. Like, I wanted to talk a little bit about that this episode as well. But how much, like, how thin the line is that celebrities can tread like with their actions and mistakes and things how quickly people just cancel them and they're like thrown away and hated how is he still going like also, i don't understand how he's not been, like, i don't understand how he's not been suspended from his social media platforms considering he is a criminal and he's admitted to these things on social media. That's not acceptable. It's just yeah. not acceptable. Yeah, he is the definition of disgusting. Um, but back to the original topic, I feel like in my life, the only people which I could view as an inspiration 
are my parents because they have enabled me to do the things which make me a great person. Now, obviously, I don't want to be that bitch who's like, oh, I'm so amazing, I'm so great. But I feel like I feel like I have value and that is thanks to my parents that I feel happy and valued in life. Yeah. I mean, parents are like up there, aren't they? I feel like most people have their parents as role models. Um, but I think that, yeah, there is, I mean, you're, explain what you do, like your career, because you already have one. Oh, yeah. Yes. So from the age of about five or six, I started learning how to program and that eventually my knowledge kept on gaining. I kept on learning more languages, more techniques. And at a very young age of 14, I started my first company, which was a consultancy firm. And currently we're now in several different industries like consultancy, software development, web design, podcasts apparently, uh, and software as a service. So my parents have enabled me to run this business and actually create a career for myself at such a young age. Yeah, and it's so interesting, like, how, I mean, you don't really see many um, trans women who are doing the same thing as you. I don't, know explains... any, I don't know any trans woman who's a, like, company owner, software developer at this age. Like, obviously, there are trans women who are, like, 40 or 50 who own companies, but there is nobody I know who is like me not a single person I know like me yeah which explains why you don't have as many kind of mainstream like role if, when it comes to when it comes to like how complicated my identity is as a person I would say I'm pretty up there in most complicated there yeah. is no there is no single person which I feel I like associate with completely which like that must be I mean empowering but also difficult at the same time. Yeah, because what I've actually had to do in my life is be my own role model. I've had to create this for myself. And people have told me now several times that I am an inspiration to them and that I am a role model to them. And that is such a lovely and endearing thing to hear. And it's also extremely surprising to hear it yourself yeah yeah because you don't have any like direct person who you can look up to or like who motivates you or who inspires you it all has to kind of come from within because you mm -hmm. I guess are the first I, yeah because I'm possibly the first at least that I know of slay so I wanted to talk um a little bit about cancel culture so if you don't know what cancel culture is i don't know what the actual definition of it is but as far as i, I know, has a definition no it's just it's like when big celebrities or influential influential <laughs> influential influential people um make a mistake do something wrong um we hold them accountable but sometimes maybe that can go a step too far and it is called cancelling 
when we cancel people. So, for example, someone like a really famous singer may have posted a tweet when they were 19 and it said something like slightly sexist. People will come down on them really hard for that tweet that they posted when they were 19 and may not have known any better and they will basically kind of shut down their career um but then at the same time it's kind of conflicting because you also want to be able to hold these people who are role models and are inspiring to a high enough standard because they are so influential over people like uh Shane Dawson for example and Jeffrey Star um I can't quite remember why they were cancelled but they were and it's kind of debatable whether that's a right or a wrong thing to do um I kind of from my perspective I'm not quite sure if it is ethical to hold someone accountable for something they said an extremely long time ago if it's clear that they have changed yeah but then at the same time these people like they never asked for the massive audience that they might have. Like, they never asked for the fame or anything like that. Whilst they think they might have, they, that may not have been their goal or intention in the first place. So then when we, when thousands and thousands of people, like, come down on them really harsh for something they may have done a while ago, is it fair? Like, is it fair because they are so influential I just don't know. Recently. I used to watch Shane Dawson all the time. Like his conspiracy. Yeah, to be fair he... though, I think it was fair to count, cancel Shane Dawson just purely because he has done so many wrong things. Like it wasn't yeah. just like one weird tweet. It was like, he did blackface. He did bestiality. He said the N-word. He made yeah. fun of disabled people. Like the list was fucking endless. Yeah. But then, like I'm not saying this is... um the wrong thing to do but like he he's completely gone off the face of the earth like no one knows what he's doing or where he is at now because that many people hate him and I think that is fair because he's hurt he's like affected minorities uh Shane Dawson was early YouTube so he definitely influenced a generation of yeah exactly and that's why it's so damaging because like these young people were watching him do blackface and then think that's okay. Like, that's why it's so scary with the media we have now, like how quickly people get famous and how a lot of them shouldn't have that platform or that influence over people. Yeah, I I kind of am at the point of, if you as a celebrity have done something a very long time ago, which was bad or offensive, if you do an earnest apology, then there is no reason that we need to just eliminate your career or whatever but if you have continued doing horrible things constantly like Shane Dawson or Andrew Tate there is no reason why you should be permitted to have a platform still yeah and I think for that reason it is fair to have cancellation yeah it's interesting because like these people who are influencers their jobs are in our hands like their careers and the money that they get is all up to us. Like whether we watch their videos or not, or whether we listen to their music or not, it's all kind of up to us. So if as a collective, we decide this person's 
not it anymore, then their job is gone. And it's so crazy that that's like the level we've come to with the internet. Like, do you think, how far do you agree that the internet is like beneficial for? Yeah, I feel like the, well, beneficial for what? For society and everyday life. I feel like at this current point we're at in the world, we can't go back. The internet is now an integral part of our culture and the way we live. Yeah. However, if the internet wasn't existed, if, sorry, if the internet didn't exist, I don't think we would be that bad off. No, I agree. I think, like, for day-to-day life, it's not beneficial. Like, I can't think of, I mean... No, okay, no, for for current day-to-day life, seeing what we've went through with the pandemic... And all the changes in politics, I think that internet is essential for day-to-day life, especially if you're running a business like me. Mm. However, I'm slightly biased because my business is internet-based. Yeah. If the internet didn't exist, my business won't exist. However, and obviously this isn't like calling you simple or whatever, that's not what I'm trying to say. You don't have that responsibility to keep this your like your business running. So I feel like you could totally live without your phone if you wanted to. Yeah, but you couldn't. I literally couldn't. Like, there is absolutely no way. Yeah, and I think, like, the amount we rely on the media for everything now, like, there's no doubt about the fact that we get most of our news and most connections with other people we're able to keep in contact with everyone through the internet like it's such a big part of our lives that because so many people are using it people are given platforms before maybe they really even should have them and they become role models and influential people way too quickly and that can be really damaging like Andrew Tate how quickly he's become this massive sensation it it was literally a matter of like it was totally a matter of what two weeks of him coming in yeah but he started off being like a kickboxer he's like a four-time yeah. world champion kickboxer yes he started off as a sports person and then started to make internet content and now runs his own course yeah he has like his own university, doesn't he? No, it's okay. It's not a university. It's called Hustlers University and it's an online course on how to run a scammy business. Right. Yeah. So, People like that just shouldn't have. Um, shouldn't have a platform. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And because there's so many people on the internet now, people like Andrew Tate can be given a platform so quickly and so easily for saying these shocking things that have like shock factor. And people are like, wow, that's crazy. Let's give them a platform. And it can be really damaging. So it's an interesting debate um, whether it's good that these people have such a big platform or not. But I think it's too hard to kind of finally manage who is an appropriate person to be influential and big on social media because it's just not going to happen now. Um, But... Yeah, I think at the same time, like people like Florence Pugh and Emma Chamberlain, like they're 
people who are good and should be influential in the media, like I think at least. So yeah, it's interesting and it's like difficult to kind of figure out and make safe anymore. Thank you for listening. That was Role Models for you. Yeah, and I hope you're happy for us to be back because we're back again every single Friday. Yep, with a new episode. Slay. And then we also need, we'll also be coming out with um, current affairs episodes when things go down. So don't forget to check us out when and in something fact, big there probably will be one coming soon. I feel something brewing. <laughs> I feel something brewing. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. And don't forget to rate five stars. Five stars, um, share it around, and also press notifications. Yeah, I really enjoyed today's episode, and I hope you did too.